Hey everyone, welcome to The Other Side with Gypsy Heart. I'm your host, Danita Hardy. Join me as we explore emotional longevity by sharing insights, stories, and expert perspectives. We dive into resilience, pursuing fulfilling connections, embodying vibrancy, and mapping out meaning in life stages, while sharing the secrets to expanding upon emotional experiences, questioning life beyond our comfort zones. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Other Side with Gypsy Heart. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Danita. Guess what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's almost your birthday. Oh my goodness gracious. How time flies. I will tell you, I love my birthday because it's on the day of love. Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's the only reason I like it. What? You don't like your birthday? Oh, well, I honestly don't love the idea of getting older. And I also don't like celebrations, but I love love. So I love Valentine's Day and I love like I do like I, I do feel very special. So do you celebrate your birthday or do you celebrate love on Valentine's Day? I celebrate love. And you know, what's really nice in the history of my birthday. I would be worried about inviting people on Valentine's Day. I assumed that they're busy with their loves. Turns out that people want to attend on Valentine's Day because many are not in a current love situation. And I've even had couples attend because they're like, this is a fun thing to do. So it, it feels like that actually brings a love to the people around. Well, and you're a bringer of love, right? So just being around you is like magic and then people are happy to be there and it feels good. Your check's in the mail and thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but this brings me to the topic of love, but also sexy, sexy, sexy times. I want to know what is sexy in a man? What do you think women find sexy in a man at the core, at the root? What do you think? Overall, attractive in a man, it only goes back to the book that I read that I cannot remember the title, but I just know that they had done this data study that women seek worldwide safety, protection, security, and men were seeking physical attractiveness. <laughs> that was it. Is that what you're thinking for love? Well, you know what? I've just been connecting to the idea a lot of the divine masculine energy. Divine masculine energy. What does that mean? You know, what does that really mean for people? And it's not that it's like only in men. The divine masculine energy, every person has an imbalance or a balance of divine feminine and divine masculine energies. But truly, when the, there's like this balance of this masculine energy, what does that look like? And I always just think about it because it kind of seems intuitive, almost like a no-brainer. But also sometimes you look at people and you're like, how is that couple together? What are they doing together? And then you think about from the feminine's perspective, what do they really find attractive? When you knock it down, when you pin it down to this divine masculine energy, and if that person is really like embrace this divine masculine energy, it's like, like you said, strength and projection. And they can like protect people. They have this role of protector. And if the woman feels safe and secure or the divine feminine feels safe and secure, then that's attractive. Also, the masculine energy is all about like assertiveness and action. When you see a man out there and they're being like assertive and like they're action oriented, you're like, mm, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could roll my R's a little bit better, but rar, ooh, rar. <laughs> Like, it's sexy, right? 
It is. It's like, look at you taking action. Wow. That's something. Do you know what I love how you said that? Wow. So hot taking action. That's so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But it is though. I should. And then the other is this logical thinking. Problem solving is another one too, but they're both like they're in there together, right? Like logical thinking in contrast to like a divine feminine energy, which is intuitive. Yes. And then there's a lot of like intuitive action that's going on. You're listening to the rhythm of your body, the cycle, you know, you're connecting to nature. That's more of a divine feminine energy. And the divine masculine is where you're connecting to that logical thinking. And sometimes I don't want to think logic. It's not in me. Like the logic, you hear people talking about girl math. That's a joke. It is this idea that it's attractive to see someone thinking logically and you're not having to have the capacity for it. Yes, you can think logically. It's not saying that like women don't think logically or don't have that ability or capability. It's more just like that's attractive when you see that in someone. And it's also attractive if I may say my own personal experience, if someone I'm with um, reminds me of my ability to be logical in certain situations. I'm like, thank you. I love that. Right. It's like just like a simple gentle reminder, like you two maybe take a step back, take a breath because I have the ability to be very reactive or impulsive or whatever it may be. So if that partner also, I can see it in them. Ooh, that is attractive, but also to remind me to think logically. I love that as well. Well, and that was a perfect example, Jen, of how like the divine masculine holds the space for the divine feminine when they are thinking like just or being really reactive. They can hold the space for it and gently remind without it being like this imbalanced energy, like clashing energy where like the man is like, you should be thinking logically. And the woman is thinking, well, I'm just reacting because I feel like this deep in my soul. When the masculine energy can hold the space for that reaction, allow the reaction to happen and then come together and have a conversation about it. Girl, that's sexy. <laughs> I agree. hundred percent. Yes, it is. It, it really is. And I feel like I'm like just listing off all the attributes that are, that are like attractive and men. But I kind of feel like it's true. When someone is, you can see like that they're able to provide and they're really stable. You know, that is attractive. There is something about that that makes you feel really, it's appealing. And it makes you feel like that there's a, like a solid foundation for growth for the relationship it's being provided to you, that foundation. You don't have to go out there and search for it. It's there. Or question it. It's just like, what a wonderful feeling to feel secure, especially if you're going to think about starting a family or if you have a family, right? Like that's like, I guess it's like, goes back to like a basic human needs in the sense that when you feel safe and protected, you know, okay, that's a relief that's taken care of. I mean, it makes perfect sense why that would be so attractive. Well, right. That's like connected to your primal emotions, right? In this instance, I'm talking men and women. It's also more like masculine energy and feminine energy. When that foundation is there, oh, you're not trying to create it yourself. I mean, you can. It's not saying that a woman can't. In a relationship, when you're going into it, you just know that that is taken care of and you can build upon that foundation together. I mean, so if you're going to be a matchmaker and like helping people find love, do you think that that it seems like such a simple trait or characteristic to perhaps seek in a partner? Well, I think it's desirable in a partner. I think it's really desirable, even like the idea of courage and fearlessness. 
they are something that you are probably looking for unconsciously or consciously. Like some people actually have the list written out, like these are the things that I'm going for. Then the other part of it is that they're, I hate to say it, but like nowadays, like the imbalanced masculine, imbalanced feminine energy, it's apparent. There's a lot of imbalances in both of those energies. A man may be looking for balanced feminine, divine feminine energy. There's a lot of imbalance going on there. That what that is, is probably like an injury to the feminine energy. And then a woman may have like a balanced masculine energy within her, but maybe has an injured feminine energy. And then that's just where, you know, it gets really like, if you're a matchmaker, you got to go into that more. So it's not me matchmaking. It's you taking a look at yourself and saying, okay, what's going on inside? What's happening? And then feeling that out. Yes. And feeling where there might be something frozen or stuck or stagnant and and how that energy might not be showing up in the way that you want it to be authentically because of X, Y, Z. Or it might just be held in your body. You don't even know why it's not showing up, but it's just something that is injured within your own body that was passed down to you or that you witnessed. And there it is, right? But there's a lot of uh, injured energies floating around out there. There's also like a lot of interest. I'm seeing so much interest in healing those divine energies and then coming together. And it's actually like, it's really beautiful when it happens. Does every human have both divine masculine and divine feminine energy from when they're created, when they come onto the earth? In my opinion, yes. There is both in everyone. This is all just connected to learning to get to know yourself like where your energies are at, how they're related to your core wounds, how they're related to your shadow, how they're related to the inner child. These all come together as you're learning about yourself. Naturally come upon this. What do I find attractive in a partner? Now you might not say divine masculine energy or divine feminine energy, but you are going to come to some sort of connection to what is sexy? What do I truly find attractive? And what's appealing? And this is one avenue to explore of what is appealing for you. I love that. Now, there is something, you know, we're talking about the divine masculine on this one. How it shows up when it's injured or imbalanced in a relationship. You might be like, oh man, that guy is assertive. That's attractive to me. Now, is he assertive or is he overly controlling? Those are two different things. Very good point. Danita. Something to take note of. Is it an imbalance or do you feel like that's a, a really balanced energy that you're connecting with? It's something for the person, the actual person themselves to take a look at and then like in the other person that they're connecting with. How do we see that? If the partner or the man, like if they're, or the woman, I guess, if they're avoiding vulnerability, that is often a sign of an imbalanced masculine energy or an injured masculine energy. They don't want to be vulnerable. Because then they appear weak. It's just going to be like I'm. they're reluctant to open up and have their deeper feelings and needs addressed because they don't want to seem weak because they have to seem strong. So there is a difference between being strong yes, and I need to appear strong so that I don't look weak. That's it. If you have a core wound that's connected to I'm weak, yep. then you may overcompensate by trying to appear strong. Yeah. And that is affected by your injured masculine energy as well. Like they're all connected. To me, it's all just different terminology that's being used. 
I don't want to say they all relate to the same thing, but they all very much are connected to like your own energetic system and how it's flowing and where things are held in the body and the core wounds and the transgenerational trauma and the inner child and the shadow and how they all reveal themselves in relationships and to yourself. If there's excessive independence, if you notice that either within yourself or someone else, you are excessively independent, that can be a sign of the injured masculine energy. Same with emphasis on achievement and success. If that is the way that you show that you are strong and stable and have this foundation is you have to achieve and you have to succeed, that's basically overcompensation for some inner wounds. You're trying to show people that by succeeding and by achieving that you're a good person and you should be in a relationship and you're desirable. Yeah. But really on the inside, you're just feeling like you're compensating for something. Yeah. Some void that's missing. God, this is hard stuff for people to hear, I think. I know. And I'm like, how do you want? I mean, I feel that there's more to this conversation, right? It's like now you now you had to talk about Valentine's Day coming up. I'm like, it's a different perspective now. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. You really got me thinking. Not just all sunshine and Hershey's kisses. It's more. Well, it's more. But it is really also sunshine and Hershey's Kisses. And that's the beauty of doing this, of getting to know yourself, is that as you get to know yourself, you learn to understand that you can like feel joy, live in joy and love, and still learn about yourself. Absolutely. Live and learn and love. Oh, no, Didina, you've just become the most stereotypical. I'm like a Hallmark card. Live and learn. And look inside. And look inside. God, wow. Thank goodness we recorded this episode just so that the takeaways could be live and learn and look inside. Thank you for helping me learn about love. And I look forward to inner looking inside so that when I seek out my next partner or mate, then I'm more thoughtful about the injured masculine and feminine energies for both myself and my potential partner too. This is the sound bites. Short and sweet. Slice it up. Slice and dice. <laughs> yeah. Slice and dice version of getting to know yourself, becoming interested in what's going on. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube, where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyhart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.